thoughts and ideas expressed in this podcast are solely those of the authors and guests of the podcast. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Soberless Thoughts. That's Alex Corley. That's Michael Odenbeck. And these are our Soberless Thoughts. Welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome to the show. Hello, world. Howdy. <laughs> uh, tonight, we're going to be drinking a special beer that comes to us from Wisconsin and uh, only Wisconsin, as Alex will describe here in a little bit. And uh, the only reason why I even have this bar or this beer is because of our good buddy, Eddie Cupid. Just happened to be up in Wisconsin the other day and was like, dude, they got this beer that is fan fucking tastic and they only sell it here and you're not even supposed to take it out of the state. But he smuggled some down to me. And that's what we're going to spotlight tonight. Alex, what is this new Glarus Brewing Company? Spotted cow. It is the spotted cow. And yeah, uh, I could totally see why he didn't. uh, Yeah, like you showed that to me and I didn't know it was like you had gone on an adventure to get it because I was like, dude, I have never seen that label and I am frequent in beer aisles. Uh, But yeah, so that makes sense. Um, So as you said, they are from Wisconsin. Uh, The spotted cow it is a farmhouse ale, a saison. So you got a lot going on in this beer. So start off with the easy stuff. It is 4.8% alcohol. On the uh, Beer Advocate, it rated around 85%, which is about very good. Um, so farmhouse ales are unique because they tend to take yeast that is of the area and kind of brew with that. Now, farmhouse sales also, they tend to be a little bit more, uh, like, I don't know, kind of tastes like a barnyard a little bit. Uh, and with the, <laughs> the, uh, the Saison also being, it's uh, like, they both go hand in hand. They're both going to be like uh, fruity, uh, kind of light, fruity, that kind of thing. Um, let me find the, the actual Saison is a pale ale that is highly carbonated, fruity, spicy, and often bottled. Uh, conditioned. Uh, it is historically low alcohol levels. There's your saison. Uh, the farmhouse is going to have that added yeast, which actually I was reading this uh, here. I'll read you the little thing. Naturally cloudy. We allow the yeast to remain at the bottom of the bottle to enhance the fullness of flavors, which means there's yeast in that bottle. So if you want to drink the yeast, you need to spin the bottle before you crack it open. If not, you can leave it in at the bottom. Uh, now, this is something that cannot be duplicated. Otherwise, expect this ale to be fun, fruity, and satisfying. You know, we're, you're in Wisconsin when you see a spotted cow. Uh, it's also considered their most popular choice. This brewery's most popular choice? Oh, no, no. This style. I'm sorry. Cast condition ale that has been the most popular choice among brews since the long before prohibition. We continue this pioneer spirit with our Wisconsin farmhouse ale. We brewed with flaked barley and the finest Wisconsin malts. We even given a nod to our farmers. I can't wait to drink it. 
How would you how would you pronounce the G part of this new Glaris? Uh, uh, Glaris. Glaris. It's Glaris. from the town of New Glaris, Wisconsin. But you know, Glaris. I mean, you got to think of Wisconsin, so it'd be like Glaris, New Glaris. You think so? New Glaris Brewing. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Spot a cow. Yeah. <laughs> Spot a cow. We're going to watch the, uh, the Packers play. I can't think of who, who, uh, Green Bay Packers, uh, Vikings. Yeah, the Packers. Yeah, I'm Green like, Bay's was, in Wisconsin. Yeah, I was sitting. You, you know me in geography. I know uh, that's what I was about to say. Come on, quit trying, man. I know. See, I it, I had the multiple choice, and I should have went with my first answer and just kept going. But I second guessed myself, and I was like, "Wait a minute, it's Minnesota Vikings." Uh, that's right. Which is not in Wisconsin. Not Wisconsin <laughs> is not a city of Wisconsin. I got that. <laughs> Green Bay is though. Yeah. And, uh, but it's not the capital of Wisconsin. I was about to ask that. <laughs> you can I mean, tell how I did on that yeah. shit in back in elementary school. Name all 50 capitals. Uh, is it the largest city in each state? It's not. Well, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I don't think it isn't. I don't think it is in Kentucky either. Is it? No, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I know that one. I, th- I believe it's Madison. That's the capital of Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Dude, I just thought of some, an interesting, fun thing we should try. We name, should. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, you're, that's exactly where I'm going. We should do like, have, have we should like test our skills. Now we got to, like, we got to, you got to have time to study. Like, one of us has to name like all the capitals of all the states and the other has to name like all the presidents. Oh, okay. And if you get one wrong, you got to take a shot. Would you <laughs> rather do the capitals or the presidents? Oh, I mean, either way I'm fucked to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm bad with names. I'm terrible at geography. I've really just set myself up in a corner is what I did and just <laughs> told you to kick me in the balls. There's a, well, there's less presidents than there is states. Did I you know, know that? I was trying to like, yeah, well, yeah, I was trying to like, what's something that is equally hard and around the same amount of studying? Yeah. Uh, well, it is close because there's 46 presidents. Yeah. So in 50 states, I don't know if you knew that or not. 50 yeah as of today as of the recording of this podcast yeah, it could right. change any moment yeah but, puerto rico's coming right uh or dc okay. yeah i keep like i don't know like i know it's its own district but i thought it was like part of the state of virginia right it's in virginia it's close to it's like on the border it borders virginia and maryland and delaware they're all right there yeah That'd be a weird city state. Yeah. Yes, it would. Yeah. Uh, by the way, tasting this beer now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's taste that beer. Gotta raise a little hell.
to be honest with you, man, this beer, and this isn't the first time I've had this beer. I had one about a, two days ago when he first dropped them off. Yeah. I couldn't I couldn't hold myself. I had to have it. And uh, I'm going to tell you what I think it tastes exactly like. And the reason why I think this is because I thought this so much that I had to go out and get me one of these to compare. And when I did the comparison drinks, it was almost identical. This beer tastes almost exactly like a Mordello. Okay. I wow. mean, almost exact. Uh, Modelo's Especial? Yeah. Like, dude, I'm talking about like Bud Light versus Bush Light. <laughs> yeah. Like, like that kind of a comparison. So... <laughs> So you're, so what you're saying is, Modelo Especial, which is a much larger company, yeah, and they crank out Bud Light ish, Corona type uh, beers, yes, at a massive level, and they probably do it very quick, efficiently, and cheaper for the most part. And then this little farmhouse brewery, like, use the the best ingredients of Wisconsin with the most high quality yeast and they both ended up with the same product. Yes. <laughs> There's something funny about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Either that or they advertise that they do all this Wisconsin brand stuff. And the reason why they say you can only buy it in Wisconsin and you can't take it out of the state is because they don't have Modelo up there in Wisconsin. And they'll get sued and they'll if get it's sued. anywhere other than Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> because they really get a truck of the shit coming in the back, and then yeah. they sell it rebranded out the front. <laughs> hey, I it wouldn't surprise me. Some of these <laughs> companies, man. Uh, oh, that's wild. I, uh, I got to be honest. I don't think... I've had one Modelo my entire life and it was like uh, it was basically like I was cleaning a bar and they uh, this uh, GM and like head chef came in with two cases of Modelo and basically had like a all cook meeting all like the people that like basically cook in this kitchen I was working at and basically just sat them down and goes all right guys we have to clean the entire kitchen top to bottom. Like it's like they did this like once every couple months where it was just like a deep clean and to keep everyone there instead of just leaving, they just yeah. bring in like a couple cases of beer. So then these dudes would who were working on like the fry line and whatnot would just sit there and just crank Modelo all night long. And they would like get them like rides home afterwards. Uh, and yeah. I, I got done with the bar kind of early. So I went over there and started sweeping and like doing odd and end stuff just so I could have a couple Modelo before I left. I also thought that was a great managing tactic. Oh yeah, of course. Cause here was the, here's the funny part. It was like they had to do it, but if they were on the clock, they couldn't drink. <laughs> so they were basically like, yeah, we'll just clean the bar and get hammered. Right. Right. Yeah. Or clean the kitchen, sorry. Makes sense. Well, I'm just a simple man 
who needs a simple pair of britches to handle my workload. That's why I rely on Dr. Brown's streak-resistant underwear. These cotton fibers are made from technologies. Some even say it's what the astronauts wear. So no matter where I go, no matter what I do, I don't care, because I'm wearing Dr. Brown's streak-resistant underwear. Tonight, are you ready for something special? Always. I am going to ruin a few of your favorite OG, old school Walt Disney movies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can't wait. (laughs) So what I did was I went and I found the original text, the old scrolls, if you will. Yeah. Of these fairy tale stories that Walt Disney then turned and corrupted into children's stories. But no, no, that is not how they began. Yeah. So I've got a few of these and I know they're your favorites. (laughs) I can't wait. I know they're definitely our wives' favorites. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's probably the truth. And I am going to, uh, I'm going to tell you the truth about how the story really is supposed to go. And uh, it may ruin the movie forever for you. Actually, it might make it better for you. If you just think about the story that it should be next time you watch it on DVD or on Disney Plus. Yeah. And you're like, oh, wait a minute. I know what's really supposed to be happening right now. And you're like, ha, ha, ha. Then you just sit over there laughing to yourself. Yeah. I See, I thought you were going like, you know how there's supposed to be like a dick in the background of the Little Mermaid? Well, guess what? There's more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, well, I'll get to the Little Mermaid. <laughs> first yeah first on the chopping block is uh old cinderella 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 so in the original story of cinderella one there's no fucking fairy godmother it does not exist two there's no mice running around prancing and dancing and singing none of that shit's happening no gus none of it no gus that's all a figment of walt disney's imagination also side note i can't believe i still remembered that fat mouse's name uh well because that's who you self-identified with (laughs) That's exactly what I did. <laughs> I was like, I don't. I mean, this girl, she got to work a lot, but this fat mouse has got it. I got yeah. it. Yeah, he, uh... <laughs> so the story of Cinderella starts with Cinderella sitting underneath of a hazel tree crying her eyes out this tree was planted over top of her mother's grave Damn. <laughs> By, so so what happens is her mom and her, what is this her, the beginning of up this is the, <laughs> this is the beginning of the story right yeah her, her her mom dies okay yeah in childbirth with her 
The dad remarries. The this new stepmom has two daughters, just like in the movie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but she's so jealous of the of Cinderella's dad dad's like love for his wife that had died for Cinderella's mother. She's so jealous of that, that she has the tombstone removed and a tree planted over top of where it was. (laughs) Wow. So it's just like a tree there now instead of the tombstone for it. Yeah. I mean, you know, weird twist of things. That's kind of how people used to mark graves back in the day. Well, like poor people. Um, <laughs> so maybe she was trying to uh, de-cla- declass her or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That's some that's some desperate housewives shit right there. Right. So uh, so then news comes of the ball that's happening where the prince is going to try and meet his wife and all the young maidens are going to come to the ball. Right. Um, but this ball is actually a little bit different than the, than the one that you see in the movie, because this one is three crazy nights of drunken debauchery. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Like, hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, and as I said before, uh, there's no fairy godmother in this story. So the stepmom and the two stepsisters, like they get all decked out to the nines. They head off the party night, right? And she's like super sad and jealous because she wants to go. Well, she's friends <laughs> with a trained dove that she has. Okay. Okay. And this dove steals a dress and shoes out of another maiden's house and brings it to her. I don't know how she knew her size. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, a good enough trained dove can do just about anything. I mean, I mean, (laughs) Hey, uh, if there's one thing I know about birds, they have tremendous eyesight to be that far up and see down and the swoop down, you know, hawks can get mice and exactly. And you know, they can be like, Oh shit, that's a size 13. Uh, (laughs) And this, and as you'll see through the story, this is a very highly trained dove. Okay. Yeah. So this dove brings her a dress and shoes. So, and they're, uh, she actually, the dove actually brings her three pairs of shoes because it's a three night long and three dresses because it's three nights of partying, right? So she goes out the first night, parties it up, gets the prince's attention. Second night, things are going really good. Third night, they're like, like making out, like sneaking off to the bathroom type shit, right? Yeah. Well, then... She leaves the party with her her stepmom and her sisters are getting jealous because she's like getting all flirty, flirty with the prince and he's like all into it. So they drag her out of there on the third night like we need to get you out. And as they're dragging her out of there, she loses one of her slippers, right? Well, in the original story, the three slippers was the first night it was silk slippers. The second night it was glass slippers. And then the third night, 
was actually golden slippers. Mm. So it's actually a, a golden slipper that gets left behind. Well, the prince, one, he's fucking hammered all three nights, like blackout drunk. Yeah. So that's why he can't remember Cinderella's face. <laughs> oh, that makes so much sense. <laughs> We've all been there, bro. Uh <laughs> <laughs> so so the only thing that he has of hers to try and find her once he sobers up is this golden slipper right so he goes just like in a movie he goes through the town where all the maidens that had came to the knights of debauchery and he's like all right who whose foot will this you know, fit on. And of course he doesn't go to the house where the doves stole <laughs> the, dove the stole it from. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't go to that girl's house. That like, is a good point. So totally she, good point. Yeah. yeah. So, so she just totally gets left out of the story from this point. Yeah. Poor lady. She could have been, she could have been the queen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he winds up at Cinderella's house. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now these sisters know just like in the movie that their feet are far larger than Cinderella's tiny little teensy feet. Mm-hmm. So, so the eldest sister's like, Hey, I'm the oldest sister. I get dibs on the prince and the stepmom's like, okay, well the only way that you're going to be able to fit your fat ass foot into that little <laughs> golden slipper yeah. is you're going to have to literally cut your toes off. Ooh. And she does it. Mm. she hacks her own fucking toes off so that they will fit into the golden slipper who wants to be a queen actually this is like this is like (laughs) this is like gold digging meets saw (laughs) what are you willing to do right to be rich (laughs) so so she does that slippers go on her feet our prince the prince is so fucking dunced that he doesn't even realize that she has chopped off freaking toes right Mm. he takes her and then it's the dove that comes swooping down and pulls the shoe off of her foot before he and then that's when he realizes oh shit like you had to chop your toes off to fit into this. It wasn't her stumbling around trying to walk. It was yeah. the dove taking the shoe off of her foot. Who <laughs> finally realizes, oh crap. Okay. It's clearly not you because you had to chop your freaking toes off. Right. Yeah. And the snail trail of blood you've been leaving behind the whole <laughs> right. time too. Like I, I thought that was weird, but yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, so he gets the he gets the shoe back from the the slipper back from the dove and he goes back to that house and the dove's like whispering in his ear some shit like it's a girl from this house <laughs> yeah it's like hey, hey yeah right so he goes back to the house well now it's the other stepsister and she's in the same boat has big feet aren't gonna fit in that shoe so instead of cutting the toes off the stepmom's like, look, he, he noticed that. Okay. He, it took a minute, but he finally <laughs> noticed that. So instead of cutting your toes off, what we're going to do is we're going to cut your heel off. 
<laughs> so she does it. <laughs> she cuts her own fucking heel off so it'll fit in the slipper, man. Damn. Guys like, hey, look, you got toes still. Slides that <laughs> shoe on. Yeah. It fits. All right. Yeah. So takes that girl off. They're on their way back to the carriage. Dove comes swooping down again, fucking yanks that shoe off again. And <laughs> and he looks down and he's like, Holy fuck, you're missing a heel. Oh my God. And Dove's like, I fucking told you, you know, and he goes back to the house. He's like, there's got to be another girl here. Then just like in the movie, Cinderella comes down like, oh, yeah, there it is. Slips right on. You have a heel. You have toes. All right, cool. You're good. So it's you. They go. They get married. Um, <laughs> and at the wedding, the two sisters come in to the wedding and they're like stumbling all over the place. And they're trying to make good with the prince still. And they start like trying to trash talk Cinderella behind her back to the prince at the wedding. Yeah. The dove shows up again, swoops down and literally pecks out their fucking eyeballs at the wedding reception. (laughs) Damn. First of all, I got to ask, like, him noticing the the toes gone or the heel gone, like, wouldn't, like, the wincing of the, like, I could not imagine, like, yeah, I got my toes, but I chopped my heel off, and I'm going to have someone else slide a metal hoof onto my open wound on my foot, and just, like, I couldn't imagine her not going, like, ah, ah. Yeah, that's it. Ah, and just like every step, just uh, 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 uh. he's like, You okay? I don't remember you making those noises when we were <laughs> dancing drunkenly through the halls of our uh, castle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. I don't, I don't get it. Uh, I, I mean, he was the most unobservant fucking fool <laughs> to ever live had to have been he was a drunk man uh yeah. you can't trust him uh yeah first of all i don't understand why disney didn't animate a dove to do this because it, <laughs> it's it's already an animal it, it already has a personality you know it's both good and bad uh you know i mean maybe it's just too real uh <laughs> I uh, I will say I will never watch Cinderella the same without look, thinking of that prince as a drunken fool. Because I've always thought that I'm like you were just with her twelve hours ago. You can't. It's like when people are like, "Oh my God, is that Superman?" No, that's that's Clark Kent. You're like, "Oh, is it, are the glasses falling you? Is yeah. that what's happening?" I'm sorry. I didn't yeah. know you couldn't tell shape frame. Like, you know, um, it's the same. Like you just saw her I'm like, well, I mean, you know, I was, I was dipping into the, the wine pretty hard and they broke out the brandy and, you know, and then I went and hung out with the Knights out back and was smoking the wacky weeds. They got off some <laughs> hobbits and, 
<laughs> stumbled back in and got yeah. with the wizard who's snorting some kind of powders, you know, hit a couple of those. And yeah, I kind of forgot what she looked like. Uh, it, and it's not like she looks any different because she always has her hair in an updo and she's always got a dress on. It just might be a little bit less elegant, but it's yeah, still exactly. a dress. And you I know, mean, they, they didn't have no makeup. She's got the same makeup on. Oh yeah. Yeah. Same makeup, same, you know, yeah, same, same, same makeup, same, same updo, same. Yeah. She's got dress on, you know, maybe it's the, uh, the, the prince, like he just, he saw her as a maid before. And, you know, princes were like, or, you know, royalty was like, they're beneath me. I don't see them. They see me <laughs> kind of shit. Or like, just, yeah. Just like, they're not even human. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, at that at that level back then, for sure, they're right. like, "Oh, we're going to war. Eh, let's just throw people at them till we win." <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for the next Disney movie? Yeah, let's hear it. Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty. All right. Movie starts a lot of the beginning of the movie is almost the same as the original. She is placed into, she gets her finger point stick stuck, poisoned, whatever the fuck. Right. Yep. Yep. And, uh, off she goes and she is now sleeping beauty. Right. Right. So (laughs) where this begins to change is, it's not a prince who finds her out in the wilderness, but it's it's the king, okay? Mm. So the queen has her poisoned by the thimble or whatever it was, the spinning wheel or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then the king is going off on a, on a hunting expedition is basically what it is. And while he's out and about, he finds Sleeping Beauty laying there in a coma, right? Well, he is so aroused by her that he decides to have sex with her accomed body, raper, for like a whole weekend, gets her pregnant. And then Mosey's on back to the castle. Okay. So she's in a coma, pregnant, has the baby, has twins, has twin babies. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) While in a coma, the babies come out, they survive the birthing process. (laughs) Somehow they come out. The the it's a boy and a girl. The girls like or the boys crawling around trying to find something to get some food. Comes up to her finger, starts sucking on her finger where she got poked, and sucks the poison out. And somehow like sucks and spits, sucks and spits. I guess because he doesn't get infected, but he sucks enough of the poison out of her that she then wakes up from the coma confused dazed doesn't know where she's at she just is laying there naked 
two infants laying on top of her still probably still connected to her through the umbilical cord. So she's like, well, shit, these are gotta be fucking mine. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Starts nursing the babies, taking care of them. Right. Time passes. Okay. The king decides that he wants round two. All right, hold on. Let me let me pause it right real quick. All right. So is she related to the king? No. Okay. All right. Because at first I thought this was going into some like weird, weird porn. No. She was a uh, hub she of was, of like, oh, my stepdaughter is passed out. Like, God damn it. I've yeah. was she stuck in the laundry room again? Uh <laughs> No, we'll get Damn, there. Sorry. Right. We'll get there in okay. a different story. So still not the best story, no. but that makes it a little bit better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> then I'm like, she okay, they're, just, they're not she related. Was, she was okay. just like the hottest woman in the kingdom. Okay, cool. Right. Uh, for some reason in my head, I was like, yeah. oh, that's his daughter. Wow, this took a wild turn. Uh, yeah. This is the kids' fairy tale. Okay, all right. Nah. This is weird, real. Okay. Now, none of these were meant for kids back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I could tell. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so, the first one was made for a dude with a foot fetish. Uh, uh, uh something. Cinderella. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah. He's like, oh yeah, I like them when they're made out of silk and glass and right. gold. And if you could just like, you know what, chop those little toesies off, bitch. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm guessing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. This is going a whole different, whole different category. Uh, if you like this, you might also like. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So, Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. She wakes from her coma. She's got twin kids, boy and girl. She's raising them now. Time passes. King decides he wants to go quote-unquote hunting again right yeah. so he goes back out into the wilderness goes to try and find uh sleeping beauty finds her with her twin kids right and they look like him spitting image of daddy so he's like oh shit okay well she was in a coma when he raped her so she has no idea that he's the son of a bitch that did it to her. Yeah. All she knows is, oh my God, it's the king. And he's all like enamored by her, sweet talks her ass, and they start hooking up again. Damn. Or like, well, not again, but for like consensual for the first yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they so they start hooking up while he's on his hunting trip, right? So then he come finally comes back from his week, two week long hunting trip, banging Sleeping Beauty in the woods, and uh, is all like happy go lucky, spinning in circles and singing and dancing around the castle. And the queen's like, "What the hell's gotten into you? I haven't put out in four years, you know." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and uh, so she uh, gets word that sleeping beauty has awakened and has children the bastards of the king so she has uh 
her men go and take the kids and she tells her cook that she wants the cook to kill the kids and boil them up and she wants to eat them damn eat them right some cannibalism shit the cook is like okay yes ma'am i'll go do that whatever and then was like no fucking way am i doing that (laughs) Yeah, good guy. So he's a like, solid guy. Right. So he like hides the kids away and like gives her like some fucking duck or some shit. Like, oh, here you go. Here's the kids' meat, you know, and she eats yeah. it like, yes. <laughs> Thinking that she's eating kids, right? Yeah. So then uh, she gets word that the cook had, had done that and had tricked her. So <laughs> she's like, get sleeping beauty bring her ass up here i'm gonna burn her at the stake right yeah so they go they get sleeping beauty they're about to tie her up to the stake and then in comes the king i don't know what he was doing he must have been sleeping off a binge or something but he (laughs) wasn't there for a few days i guess and he shows up and he's like whoa like you're not going to burn sleeping beauty at the stake She's so much hotter than you are. I'm going to throw you on the stake and burn you. And he like wraps the rope around the queen and ties her up to the stake and lights it on fire and burns her up. And then goes and gets married to Sleeping Beauty and starts trying to raise the two kids as like he's pretending like they're not his kids, but they're really his kids. And he's like, I'm going to adopt your kids like they're my kids. Things happen. Time passes. Then he, the story ends with him going on a hunting trip. (laughs) (laughs) So who knows what happens after that? Yeah. I, uh, he, he's still cruising. He's like, (laughs) Hey man, I mean, you know, just go out in the woods sometimes you get lucky and you just you know you find one laying there uh i mean like it starts off way fucked up and i feel like you know first you're like man that guy's a dickhole and then you're like well at the end you're kind of like well at least i guess he's trying to be a good guy kind (laughs) of like he's not telling her but it's <laughs> I don't know. Like the moral to these stories is uh uh don't fall asleep in the woods. Right. Um <laughs> which yeah, don't just don't fall asleep in public, really. Um yeah, pretty much something like that. Yeah. Uh <laughs> then uh don't get poisoned. Don't yeah, don't get poisoned. Uh always trust the cook. Always yeah. <laughs> Yeah, trucks are your, <laughs> cooks are your friends. Um, uh, the queen, like, it just I don't know about that one. Queens eat people, I guess. Queens uh, eat people, man. They get <laughs> jealous. They get they get fucking on another level, man. Yeah. <laughs> now, do, did he have? I don't know if this said that. Did he have children with the queen? The OG queen, the evil queen. They were, if he did, they were not mentioned in the story. Because it makes me wonder too. Like, wouldn't you tell 
uh, Sleeping Beauty that those are your kids because now technically they're the heirs to the throne? Well, I don't know if he wants to admit it because then he'd be admitting to raping her while she's in a coma. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm also trying to think of like this is like Game of Thrones right now, and I'm like, yeah. it, it matters on the king because some kings they would be like, yeah, I did that shit, I'll do it again, uh, and other ones <laughs> like that actually are good people. Uh, <laughs> well, if they're like, good people, they wouldn't have done it to begin with. That's kind of where I was going with that. <laughs> like they they wouldn't have done it in the first place, but you know. Uh, and then there's a weird gray area between the two. Uh, are you tired of not getting pregnant do you ever wish that you had a bunch of illegitimate children like your favorite rock star or professional athlete does your husband not want kids but you do well try holy man brand condoms see our patented state-of-the-art technology does not allow for any wasted semen our famous mesh-tipped condoms help to funnel and allow every swimmer to become an Olympian. So when people don't respect your religion and make you grab for a condom, then you grab a Holy Man brand condom. When a little miracle needs to happen. Alright, the next Disney movie. My wife's personal favorite. So she'll be excited when it gets to this part in the podcast, babe. I love you. Is the Little Mermaid. <laughs> Sweet. Ariel lives in the kingdom under the sea with her father and her multiple sisters. And when they turn the ripe old age of 16, they're allowed for one day of the year to go to the surface and check it out and see how humans live, right? Okay. So when it comes Ariel's time to go to the surface, she's swimming up to the surface, and a shipwreck happens, and the prince falls into the water. This is much like the movie. Mm -hmm. And she saves the prince and, and takes him up to the shore, and there's a temple on the shoreline. And she leaves him at the doorstep to the temple and then scurries her tail ass back to the fucking sea and turns around in the waves and is watching. And a girl comes out of the temple and sees him there and resuscitates him. Thank God. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, And he wakes up and he looks at this girl and he falls in love with her. He thinks she's beautiful and she just saved his life. And Ariel is sad and she goes back to the kingdom, right? So she wants to try and she's like fallen in love with this prince. Of course, it's the first human man she's ever seen in her entire life, but she is now in love and she wants to become a human and, uh, and make things work with the prince. So now she wants to she wants to get legs and and go and try and win this prince back that she's fallen in love with, right? Yeah. So she goes and finds this mermaid witch. And this witch tells her, "Okay, look, I will give you legs and feet, and I will make you the greatest dancer the earth has ever seen. But in exchange, 
I need your tongue. You have to literally cut your tongue out and give it to me. And not only that, but the entire time that you are using your legs, it will feel like you are stepping on shards of glass every time you take a step. Wow. Where was that? Yeah. And it'll feel like you're bleeding out of your toes. Whatever that feels like. I don't know. (laughs) Probably feels awesome. I pro- I, I've i never felt bleeding before. I mean, I felt being hurt and, ha- and, and bleeding because of that, but I don't know what the feeling of blood leaving my body feels like. <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's some super sensitive shit. I've bled and not known it before uh, where I'm just like, oh, look at that. Uh, but oh, yeah, like, I've done that many times, especially on like the back of my hand or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've actually it's funny uh growing up working on a farm uh i swear like every time i'd work with my dad i would look and he would have like a stream of blood running down from his elbow to like his wrist and i'd always be like dad you're bleeding he goes huh oh look you there (laughs) (laughs) i was like nothing huh you didn't even feel that and i was like what why are you bleeding goes i don't know um but yeah, uh, and then he licked it all up and found yeah. like where he was bleeding and just like ran his mouth over it for a minute. Like, all right, yeah, it's he, good. <laughs> he just took some dirt, rubbed it in it, and then took a rattlesnake and you know tied it off, and it was fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, but I was gonna say, uh, like, so basically, she's got uh, plantar fasciitis. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, but the witch isn't done yet. Oh, okay. So, and in order to stay a human and to have a human soul and to keep her legs and her feet, she has to get the prince to fall in love with her and marry her. And if the prince does not fall in love with her and marry her, then Ariel will turn into sea foam and just float along the way for that and that's it she'll just sea foam deform into sea foam and that'll yeah. be the end of her right so ariel of course like an idiot agrees gets her legs gets to the shore finds the prince he thinks that she's gorgeous, but thinks it's weird that she doesn't have a tongue, but she's a great dancer, but they become great friends. And he mm. basically friend zones her Ooh. <laughs> because and, and confides to her that he's in love with the girl that saved his life. Right. Yeah. So twist of fate. Uh, his dad, the king is going to, have an arranged marriage, which they did back then, right? Mm-hmm. To uh, the princess from a neighboring city or town or whatever the fuck. And just so happens that that is the girl who was in the temple that came out and saved him. Of course. Of course. So, of course, he's like, I do love you and i do want to marry you like i've been dreaming about you forever right 
So they get married. And of course, Ariel is heartbroken. But and she's like, I'm going to be turned to seafoam now. But I love him so much, right? Yeah. Well, right as she's about to be turned to seafoam, her sisters appear with a dagger. And they tell her, if you go to the prince and you kill him with this dagger and you rub his blood all over your feet, you will then turn back into a mermaid and not be turned into sea foam. (laughs) All right. So she takes the dagger and she sneaks into, she sneaks into the prince and his new wife's bedroom as they're sleeping on their wedding night. And he's like, (laughs) she's like literally, She's like literally standing over top of the prince with the dagger about to plunge it into his body. And she's looking down at him sleeping. And she just can't do it because she loves him so much and just wants him. She loves him so much that she just wants him to be happy. So she throws the dagger down and dives out the window into the sea. And when she lands into the sea, she turns to sea foam. End of story. That is the ultimate story of best friend in like every rom com. <laughs> or every like you know, the, the best friend that's in love with one of the main characters but never has a chance and then they're like right. they end up helping the the let's say the girl hook up with the guy and he's like uh I guess I'll help you meet this other guy who's like the jock. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God <clears throat> Well this is less um less sexual than the other two. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I thought we were going to, I was like, yep. I was like, as soon as you started, it's like, yep, here we go. Here's the shape of water porn <laughs> category. We're about to jump into. We're just like, I mean, I like you with legs, but I was really into the scales. Uh, <laughs> right, right. I just, yeah. Uh, and I apologize to the listeners if you thought that all the stories were going to be filled with, filled with sex. Um, <laughs> I, I, I mean, do apologize. The, the Little Mermaid one had no sex in it at all. So to yeah. make up for that, let's go to Snow White. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Snow White begins with the queen looking at the mirror, mirror on the wall. Who is the fairest one of them all? And of course, the mirror says, Snow White, bitch. Yeah. And uh, so she hires a huntsman to take Snow White, who is the fairest beauty in all of the land of the kingdom that they live in. And also a little bit of a floozy, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> in the story, she's described as a little bit loose. <laughs> Nice. And the so the queen hires a huntsman, a hunter, a professional hunter, to take I don't know how he talks her into it, but to yeah. take Snow White hunting with him. And the the plan 
is to take her out in the woods and kill her. And then just leave her in the woods for the animals to eat, right? Well, it sounds like he probably just pulled up and was like, Hey, you want to get in my van? My van, <laughs> you want to get my van? It's called the bang bus. Uh, <laughs> we're going out in the woods. <laughs> oh, yeah, it sounds like fun. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so they go out in the woods and, uh, and they're bang bus and they bang bus in the woods. <laughs> they, yeah. uh, he ends up hooking up with her out in the woods. Uh, called it, knew it. And, uh, uh and apparently she was so good she blew his mind <laughs> that he couldn't go through with killing her so he's like he just like leaves her in the woods and like jumps back in his van and leaves her out there right yeah <laughs> and she's like damn it now i got to walk home and i don't know which direction to go <laughs> right yeah <laughs> i mean yeah they, he gave me 400 dollars but damn it right uh, also, there's a hint of cannibalism in this story, too, because the queen asked the hunter for proof that he killed Snow White to bring back her lungs and liver, and then she was going to eat them. So he kills a pig on his way back, cuts out the lungs and liver of a pig, and brings those. Yeah. And, uh, and it's like, here's the lungs and liver of Snow White, and she eats them. And she thinks that it's glorious. <laughs> what is up with queens want to eat people? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so, so Snow White's out in the woods trying to find her way home. And she comes across the house of the seven dwarfs. And uh, at this point, she's like got ragged clothes. She's flussing, she's floozying around and she comes walking in. She's like, I don't know where I'm at. I need a place to stay. Do you, are you guys cool with that? And they're like, fuck, yes, you can stay here. Yeah. So, <laughs> so she stays with them and uh, she like, it's like, I'll cook and clean or do whatever you need me to do for rent, you know, whatever. And they're like, they're down. <laughs> so don't do uh, anything right <laughs> right exactly yeah so time passes the mirror or the the queen's like mirror mirror on the wall and uh the mirror tells her oh guess what snow white is still the fairest of them all and the queen's like she's dead and she's still hotter than me what the fuck <laughs> and the mirror's like no she's not actually dead and rats out the huntsman, right? So the queen beheads the huntsman. Damn. Like, fuck you. I told you to do something. You didn't do it. You're dead. Yeah. Right? So then she hires assassins. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> the first assassin, female assassins. She hires female assassins to try and go take out Snow White. The first one goes and finds the house of the seven dwarfs, goes in and is pretending to be a person who sells women's lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she puts on this like bodice on, on, on Snow White and ties it so tight that it starts to suffocate her and she faints. And the assassin thinks that she's done her job and leaves. And the seven dwarves show up at the house, see her there suffocated, cut the lingerie off of her, 
and she is revived and comes back up and is like and can breathe and is so happy that she gang bangs the seven dwarves. Wow. Second assassin. <laughs> okay. Because yeah. first one failed is beheaded. Yeah. yeah. Second assassin is sent. <laughs> this assassin has poison tipped comb. And she goes in and she like befriends Snow White and says that she has the most beautiful hair and she wants to comb her hair for. And for whatever reason, Snow White's down for this. So she starts, she lets her start combing her hair and somehow gets poisoned. (laughs) She's down for some girl and girl action. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So she gets poisoned by the comb. Uh, somehow the seven dwarfs reviver from this as well. They are the ones that end up killing the second assassin because they like basically catch her in the act of trying to get her right. <laughs> so the queen asks Amir again, third time, third time still alive she's like how the fuck am i going to kill this fucking woman right so she sends the third final best assassin she should have sent the best assassin first in my opinion (laughs) yeah no kidding so the she goes with an apple laced with poison right just like in a movie only it's an assassin this time and uh she bites into the apple and falls over unconscious. Oh no. Right? The dwarfs put her in a glass coffin. Okay. Like in a movie. And then yep. the prince shows up, like in the movie, falls in love at first sight of Snow White. <laughs> Snow White. And is like, holy cow, like I gotta have her. And he's like a collector of some sort. And so he like orders his men to take the glass coffin and like take it back with him to the kingdom because he wants to keep her as like like a like part of his collection (laughs) of shit that he finds out and about on his adventures. (laughs) So as they're marching back towards the castle the one of his men that's carrying the glass coffin stumbles on a root and they accidentally drop the glass coffin on the ground and it shatters and the impact of her body hitting the ground dislodges a piece of the apple that was stuck in her throat because apparently that was the only thing that was keeping her unconscious and she wakes up. That's like, oh, she's asleep, she's asleep, and then just random people make out with her and she wakes up. Uh. <laughs> no, man, like she wasn't even, like nobody even made out with her. Like, yeah, it was it was just a piece of apple stuck in her throat. Yeah. And it got dislodged when she hit the ground and she wakes up and she's like, Oh, hey. And the prince is like, oh, hey. And then they're like, oh, hey. 
I fucking love you. And the she's like, oh, I love you too. Are you rich? Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, let's go back and let's get married. And she's like, oh, hell yeah. So they go back to the kingdom and they're going to get married, right? And, and he doesn't tell, like, somehow the queen doesn't know that it's Snow White that he's about to get married to until the night of the wedding. And the queen shows up and is so infuriated that it's Snow White that is getting married to her son, the prince, that she goes off and like spills the beans on herself, basically ratting herself out in a fit of rage, talking about all the shit, all the assassins that she sent to try and kill her and none of it worked out. And she's so angry. And like, meanwhile, everybody's just staring at her like, holy fuck. Are you really saying all this right now? Like, like, God damn, this is at the wedding reception, right? This is the speech she's given. Imagine that, right? Yeah. <laughs> and she's just like, so. Oh, yeah. As a as a form of repercussion, <laughs> the prince orders her to be seized, and then they place hot iron shoes on her feet and force her to dance at the we- wedding reception with hot iron shoes on her feet until she dies. Damn. Yeah. That is one hell of a repercussion, man. Oh, yeah. That was it. You don't fuck with the prince's wife, no matter how slutty she no. is. Yeah, no shit. I don't know. Man. Disney movie. Tangled. Okay. Rapunzel. Rapunzel, Rapunzel. Rapunzel! Prince, scooting along the woods, sees a tower. Sees a hot girl up in the tower. He's like, hey, girl. She's like, oh, whoa, hey. Hey, guy. She's being held captive up there by a witch, right? Which is, uh, (laughs) doesn't believe in haircuts, apparently. There's no special powers in the original story with her long ass hair. It's just because she has lived 18 years without ever having her haircut. Damn. Right. So the prince sees her up there is enamored is like, Oh yeah. Send me down your hair climbs up the hair. They, uh, instantly begin a sexual relationship as you do uh, as, as you do by the way if i was rapunzel i would scream so hard if someone like climbed up my hair <laughs> i have such a tender head and like i used to get it braided and whatnot back in the day when i was like a metal kid and it was pain it was like grueling painful shit and to have a full grown ass man <laughs> crawl up it well here's what i'm thinking man like yeah. if your hair's that long you can throw a long piece of you can throw it out the window and then at the top of the window tie it off to like a board or something so that the all that weight and is being pulled on like that board and not on your actual scalp i mean that's true that is true that is a good point yeah 
So, anyways, every time the prince comes, though, he brings a handkerchief. So he's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very, very gentleman of him <laughs> to clean up afterwards. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry that that really just hit something. Uh, <laughs> so, and his excuse is, he's like, "Look, I'm going to try and get you out of this tower, but we got to yeah. make a rope for you to." So instead of just bringing a rope for her to get out. He wants to continue this affair, basically. So he's like, I'm going to bring you one handkerchief at a time. And you can tie them all off and eventually have a long enough rope to where you can get out. Right? She's making a rope out of jizz rags. Is yes. what she's, doing. she's like, here you go. There's a napkin. Clean yourself up. You can keep that. Make a rope out of it. Why don't you just bring me a rope? Ah, Let's meet another 12 more times and then we'll talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a long, a tall tower, man. And that's a lot of that's way that's a lot of handkerchiefs. That's called a booty call for sure. He's just like, ah, we're not ready for that. Yeah, (laughs) he's he's like, he's got the long game going, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah, he he only shows up like 2 a.m. He's like <laughs> drunk at the bottom of the castle. Ah, throw down your hair. Right, uh, right. Why do you <laughs> only show up when you're drunk? I don't know. <laughs> so uh, she ends up pregnant. Okay. That's how the witch finds out that she's been having a guy over is because she asks the witch why is my dress so tight in my stomach area now? <laughs> and the yeah. witch is like, you whore! And like, sends her like, bent, like, well, first the witch cuts her hair off and gives her a bob haircut, okay? Yeah. And then sends her off into the wilderness to like, basically just go off into the woods and die, right? Yeah. And keeps her hair up in the tower. So the next time 2 a.m. comes around and the prince is like, throw down your hair, right? Yeah. The witch is up there and like throws down the hair, okay? And he climbs up it and then she's like hiding in the bed under the covers and he like strips down and gets in the bed with her like, yeah, let's get it on. And and I don't know if they actually do it or not, but so. At some point, he realizes, oh, shit, this is the witch, not Rapunzel. Yeah. And when he does that, he gets so freaked out that he dives headfirst out the window out of the tower. Damn. (laughs) And he lands in a thorn bush at the bottom of the tower. And the impact of him slamming headfirst into this thorn bush causes him to go blind. He survives the fall, but now he's blind, right? Yeah. So now he's wandering through the woods blind, trying to find his way back. Stumbles into Rapunzel, just coincidence. Now Rapunzel, at this point, has already had their child. (laughs) 
Well, when the prince meets Rapunzel and his baby and they kiss for the first time, (laughs) his blindness is instantly healed by true love. Oh, and they live happily ever after together. So that's where that comes from. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that was a nice one. Yeah. That one actually had. Yeah. A happy ending. <laughs> the, uh, the only uh, the only other one uh, that, uh, as I was saying earlier, would be like an honorable mention is uh, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. And then Beauty and the Beast, the way it differs from the movie is that uh, in the original story, uh, his dad, the, the Beast's dad is already dead before he's born. Mm. And then as a, as a child, uh, their kingdom goes to war with uh, an opposing kingdom. And the mom leaves him with a caretaker at the castle while she goes to lead the army in battle. Okay? Okay. While being raised because this is apparently a long war by this caretaker girl. She falls in love with the boy and wants him to basically marry her and so she can be his wife. And he refuses. He's like, you're not hot enough for me. So uh wicked turn of events she just happens to be a witch (laughs) (laughs) yeah so because she won't because he won't marry her uh he turns her into the beast and says that you know you will only turn the whole same thing as the movie like you only turn by true love's kiss blah 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 Mm -hmm. come to find out and then the whole movie played like the mom dies in the war, but they end up winning the war, but he's still like the beast in the castle and all, but you don't have like the dancing fucking candlelight and all that shit. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, uh, bell is actually the queen's brother's daughter. So the beast's first cousin Oh shit. Yeah. And so like they basically come to the castle to like see the boy thinking that it's oh, but he would be like a young man at this point to like come visit cuz he's like one of their only relatives left alive. But it's the beast, right? <laughs> Yeah, and then so basically the rest of the movie ensues, but it's and they fall in love, first kiss, blah blah blah. But it's under the side note they're actually first cousins. Wow, that's crazy. (laughs) And now your Disney watching experience is ruined. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh Oh, Bill. Uh, oh, Bill. <laughs> that's wild. I'm thinking, though, like back in the times of castles and knights and all that shit, it was not 
uncommon to marry your cousin. Royals have been doing that for generations. That's actually why there's been like genetic uh, like anomalies in certain royal bloodlines because they kept inbreeding. So like, you know, you keep bringing the same genetics to the party and they start getting like over uh, like I'm trying to think of the word for it. They just get overused maybe, but like just dominant traits like these like weird little traits become dominant traits and they don't stop kind of thing. Yeah. Like the hills have eyes with crowns. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the crowns have eyes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a layered joke actually. Uh <laughs> The crowns have eyes. Uh, I took a wrong turn at the castle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you sure do got a purty mouth. Oh, uh, yeah. Hell yeah, mama. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, Disney. Disney ruined all those stories by making them kids' stories. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I think <laughs> I, I think uh, I definitely like their versions of them. Um, these are definitely more for adults, for sure. Uh, but I don't know. Like there was just too many of those stories, though, that were just too similar in the Disney verse for me as like a kid, where I was like, like I said, Sleeping Beauty and. Uh, you know, and, and they always revolved around true love's kiss. It can cure anything. Yeah. Yeah. As it does. Yeah. <laughs> until, until you get the consequences and the repercussions yeah. of, you know, making out with your first cousin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Come here, Jeffro. Meet your, your brother, cousin. That's uh, right. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Deborah. <laughs> <sighs> I had to think of a girl's name that wasn't a cousin of mine. <laughs> yeah. All right, ma'am. Yep. Uh, are you satisfied? Yeah, I'm satisfied that my childhood is ruined. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was my goal. Yeah. Uh, if you want to be satisfied, go to <laughs> go to our social media pages: Instagram Soberless Thoughts, Twitter Think Soberless, or search Soberless Thoughts, and Facebook at Soberless Thoughts. Or you can email us at soberlessthoughts at gmail Or you can go to our website at soberlessthoughts.com. dot com. Or uh, if you like uh, any of the music that we play on the podcast, there is a Soberless Thoughts playlist that includes all of the music that's featured on the podcast on Spotify. Just search Soberless Thoughts and you'll find that playlist. Nice. Also, if you want to see Alex's pretty face and uh, my dopey face, then 
go to YouTube because we're putting the podcast on YouTube now. What? Yeah, you can check us out now on YouTube. Yeah. So, uh, and I'm actually tonight going to post this as we're recording this on a Wednesday night. Yeah. I'm going to be posting the last podcast tonight on YouTube. And then this podcast will be on YouTube and just like the last few podcasts and all podcasts from here on out will be on YouTube. So you can find us there as well. Hells to the year. And dude, and that will make a great, and we don't, we don't cut. I don't like edit any of the YouTube stuff. So if you go to YouTube and watch us, that's like completely unedited, uncut from the beginning of the recording of the podcast to the very end. All of that. You won't get any of the music or any of that shit, but you'll get our faces. And one day we'll be so drunk that we fall out of our chairs. And you will witness this. And you will witness this live on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Alex. Yeah, man. What do we say when we get the fuck up on out of here? We like to say when you're in the skillet, you need to stay cheesy, keep it greasy, and flip on out. Flip on out. Flip on out. Die.
Timeless Thoughts.com. Dot com.